no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with him. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see him focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today I'm excited for our guest out of Portland, Oregon, Port, uh, Alex Molden. Alex Molden is a former NFL star, was drafted back in 1996, 11th overall in the first round played eight years with the Saints, Chargers, and Lions, and now currently today he's a performance coach working with athletes of all different levels and abilities in Portland, Oregon. He also is a leadership coach, and you can check out more about Alex at alexmoldenspeaks.com. Also check out his six-week leadership course under the High Achievers tab inside of his website as well. You can also follow Alex on Instagram at Alex Molden, A-L-E-X-M-O-L-D-E-N. Had an incredible conversation with Alex. He's got an incredible amount of experience and uh, is just a great guy, just a great man. And just had an incredible time talking to him and speaking with him and getting to know a little bit more about him, his leadership experience and learnings from college and in the NFL and now what he does uh, with, with corporations uh, as a coach a leader and a trainer. So with that, I'll introduce you to Alex Molden. Hey, what's up everybody? Championship leadership. I'm excited. We got Alex Molden here today from Portland, Oregon and a former NFL vet as well as a leadership personal development coach and speaker. So uh, thanks for being here today, Alex. Really excited to have you here today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, we're going through the quarantine right now, so we got some time on our hands, and this is perfect time to make some connections like today and get to speak to some people I would never speak to uh, if it weren't for this and, and really, uh, you know, get a message out to, to those that are kind of going through this time as well. I know some people are kind of struggling through this time, so it's, it's good to be able to uh, hopefully impact and lift some others up as well right now. Absolutely, man. I'm a big believer in – and every day I wake up, man, I'm trying to look for inspiration. And I understand that, you know, with my, you know, myself and my background and my past and what I've learned, you know, the different stories and, uh, and, and the things that I've, you know, like I said, what I've learned and mostly from my failures, chip is, and I understand like with that, 
you can be able to inspire people to become better versions of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, and we all have them, right? Those failures, and and uh, that's that's what really it's kind of where the where the uh, where the rubber meets the road, right? When it when it comes to really you know getting to the place in life where you want to is is you know a lot of times I think people want to skip those those things they, or they feel like you got to get to this place where you don't have any failures anymore. But I I, I think it's exact opposite, right? You are exactly right, Nate. It's um it's one of those deals that. And it happens in every walk of life. I don't care if you're an athlete, if you're a celebrity, actor, actress, mom, dad. We all at some point, because we don't understand how we can use it, use failure as a benefit or use it as a success. We tend yeah. to sweep underneath the rug. Yeah. But I think the understanding is like, man, we all fail. Yeah. Every one of us, we all fail. Yeah. There's only one person that's been perfect. And right. so it's, 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 it's one of those deals that, man, once you can own it, and, one, and you know, once you own it, and then you can be able to share it, share what you've learned from it, man, it can uplift you. And yeah. that you can uplift others. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm going to ask you this question I, I ask almost every, all of our uh, guess this question to kind of start the conversation off that the podcast is called championship leadership. So uh, interested to hear, like, what does that mean to you? What is, when you hear championship leadership, what's, what does that mean to you? So championship leadership, um, I look at it from, from two lenses, right? Champion means being, being on top, being a winner. And yep. with that, with it, there's a lot of steps that you have to take to become a champion yeah. in any walk of life. So I'm trying to be a champion as being a father. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be a champion for all of, my, all of my coaching clients. And in leadership, understanding this, what leadership is, when you boil it down, and for me, an ego, when football, I had to get an understanding of it. And so what I've learned is I need to get educated. And so for me, when I first started playing football, I didn't, I didn't learn how everybody else did it by watching it, by playing it. I mean, I played a little bit, but I didn't understand it. And my dad didn't watch it. So if he didn't watch it, I didn't watch it. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I really like this game. I need to educate it. And this was back in the mid-80s, mm -hmm. early, early to mid-80s. So we didn't have the internet. But what we did have is a set, a set of encyclopedia. And so yeah. for me, <laughs> I learned by reading the encyclopedia. And, and with that, what I learned is I need to get knowledge of things before I can speak on it or try it. For me, mm -hmm. I want to have a great understanding of it. And so uh, I boiled down what leadership is. And leadership is nothing more than influence. Yeah. And so, how do I influence others to, uh, to what I want, all right? Because you can influence. I had a conversation with this the other day on Facebook in my private group, but, you know, talking about influence. And everybody assumes you can influence people in a positive way, and you can. But others can use influence in the negative way. Yeah. Pimps, right? Pimps yeah. do Pimps do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, politicians can do that. 
They can influence in a good way or a negative way. And so leadership is nothing more than influence. And then from there, you know, you have to understand how, how are you influenced? Are you influenced by someone's character? Are you influenced by their success or their knowledge or their ability? So, you know, when I really broke it down and gave me a better understanding with that, man, now I can use influence, I can use leadership to help people become better in their role, their job. Yeah. I can help them become better as a mom or a dad or as a husband. So, you know, I, I would look at trying to build things down so I can have a better understanding before I start to talk on it or, or uh, teach on it. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. And, you know, I mean, I'm a big believer in that too, really kind of making things, uh, the more simple we can make them, uh, better off we are, the more likely we are to be successful, right? Absolutely. Um, I talked to a lot of, you know, Navy SEALs and special operators and they're like, we don't do anything special. Actually, nothing we do is really special. It's all broken down to the most basic things, but we're just masters at it. I can imagine your experience, maybe tell us a little bit more about your experience as well, but your time in the NFL, often I think people that, that have never played high-level athletics think that you guys must be doing practicing some complex things. And yeah, there's some complex strategies and coaching schemes and plans and things like that, but it also always comes down to the basics and just being the best at the fundamentals, right? Fundamentals. That's what it is. And people, you know, with the hype of social media and then you get these kids, you know, seeing things from at a higher level, they yeah. think it's like you got to spin on your head and you got <laughs> to balance on one. You got to... You have to do, do these these really complex things, and it might happen, but that's at the at the end of it. That's at the tail end. Yeah, really, like you said, Nate, is you got to have a, a foundational a foundational principle that you play by, and that yeah. you can learn. For me, you know, uh, you know, doing performance training. Right, so I help athletes become better athletes. You know, whether it's um, you know basketball or baseball or your your uh, soccer mom, whoever, trying to make them become a better athlete. And so mm -hmm. I got to start with where they're at. Yeah. And so you know, when I'm working with the athlete, you know, specific, just say a basketball player or just say a football player. Right, most times how we were in high school. A lot of those kids are still training the same. They walk into a weight room. First thing they go to the bench. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or bench. the curl rack. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. right? Yeah. And so I teach. I said, okay, if you really look at it, when are you actually doing a curl or you're bench pressing on the field? Mm -hmm. Most of the football is played on the field. So, so you're doing ground-based movements. You're cutting, you're running, you're jumping. Well, how about we develop a ground base for your lower body? Yeah. All right? Because, I, and I tell all my athletes, I said, you know, athletes are built from the ground up. Yeah. You got to understand that. And when you look at, you know, with leadership and, you know, whether you're being impactful at work, in your corporation or at home or in your you know, whatever, if you're an entrepreneur, 
Like, what is your foundation? You know, and, and for me, and I learned this, is my foundation is built on my faith. So I know that's not, that's unwavering. I know no matter how I feel, you know, I might not feel like doing things one day or being, you know, doing the right thing, but, you know, I'm, I'm rooted in my, found, in my foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that concept as well. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about you and, and your background um, and uh, kind of the path that you took to get to where you are today, which is now, you know, corporate leadership, coach, leadership, coaching, speaking, you know, also working with athletes. Like, yeah, what, uh, maybe just give us a little better idea of who Alex Molden is and how yeah. you've gotten to where you are today and what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, um, well, I'll tell you a quick, quick little story. Um, so once I finished playing football and uh, I played at the University of Oregon, um, I tore up my knee my, my, my freshman year, and it was in a bowl game. Mm. And the bowl game, it was the Independence Bowl, and it was first time playing on national TV. Because remember back in the early 90s, there wasn't like all the 40-something, 35, 40 yeah, bowls. Yeah, exactly. There was a handful. Yeah. I mean, this was the first um, – we went to an Independence Bowl, and that was the second bowl game that Oregon had went to in like 20 years. Wow. That was a big deal. And yeah. I'm, I'm a 19-year-old redshirt freshman, and I believe in the second quarter, I got a pick six. <laughs> I intercepted, and I basically walked into the end zone. Yeah. And so I'm 19 years old, man. I'm on TV, my mama. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All my homeboys can see me. And I got to pick six, man. I'm walking, man, what? You couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. One yeah. of the best thing. I was the next Deion Sanders. <laughs> and two series later, because of the way I was feeling, I was feeling confident, right? Uh-huh. But two series later, um, I skipped the process that I've been taught attending the University of Oregon. Yeah. Number one, it's always about protecting yourself. And so on this particular play, it was a run play. And the first thing you're supposed to do is you look and see if it's run or pass, right? Mm-hmm. Run or pass, get my keys, boom, it's a run. Now your eyes are supposed to go to the receiver, defeat his block, and then make the play. Well, I ignored defeating the receiver's block. And receivers could cut you, they can, they can chop you down, or they can stock block you, mm-hmm. right? And I just assumed that this receiver is going to stock block me. Yeah. So I didn't pay any mind. I, didn't, I gave him no regard. I didn't respect him. Excuse me. And because of that, I skipped a step, and I paid the ultimate price. The receiver cut me. I didn't protect myself. I tore three ligaments in my knee. Mm. My, my ACL, MCL, and severely stretched my uh, PCL. And so from that, man, I learned how to always respect your opponent. Always yeah, right. Your, you know, whoever is in front of you, give them the proper respect. I also learned what it's like to have something close to taken away from you. Mm-hmm. How and the steps that you need to take, the mindset that you need to take to be able to um, become not just the version of yourself when you got injured or when those bad things happened, but how can you use that to become an even better version? And because of that, honestly, 
I don't wish it on anybody. I would yeah. never want to have to go through that again. Right. The pain and the struggle and the learning how to walk and run and then, get, get, you know, uh, regaining that confidence. I never want to wish it to anybody. But because of and the two screws I still have in my knee, I would never have reached the type of success that I had in football. And so with that, um, I learned a lot. I learned um, a lot from, the tr- um, from, the, uh, from a, this one particular uh, trainer that we had. He was a performance coach, Coach Jimmy Radcliffe, which I didn't know at the time, but he was world-renowned. Wow. And I had a chance to work with them for eight months straight, five days a week, one hour a day. He was our head strength conditioning coach, but I got to have him one-on-one. Oh, wow. The things that I learned from him, having a coach, have somebody who, is, who has done their research, they know inside and out how to make me the best athlete that I can be, and also giving me those mindsets. I, I got a chance to ask him questions over and over again, it turned me into being the best player that I can be. So very, very thankful for that. And on the flip side, when I finished my career, I played eight years in the NFL and I finished up, I was 31 years old. It was 2005 and I'm retired, you know, I'm living the life, (laughs) which really is not the life when you when you've been told a certain thing, your ability has really uh, circumvented or maybe slowed you down developing on other aspects of your, of your life because you've been had a certain amount of success. People are telling you you're so good in football, you're so good in football, and you start to believe them. And with that, you start to get lost. Like my yeah. character, my character started to, it did become a part of who I who I was. Mm-hmm. So meaning like my ability and my character, it was wrapped into one. And once I stopped playing football, a big piece of me was lost. I didn't yeah. know who it was, but I didn't know this yet. I didn't know yeah. this yet. But when I decided, you know, when we was living in San Diego, fast forward, we end up, you know, in the economy and the housing market. So we jumped ship and we moved back up here to Oregon where my wife is from. Okay, we, we did that and, um, you know, sat around being a retired NFL football player, you know, <laughs> and, and that can get old really quick. Um, but, yeah. before I, but before I left to come up here, um, I ended up working at a nonprofit as a development consultant. So I wrote grants, called, kind of used my platform of playing football to, you know, reach um, different companies and organizations in San Diego to, you know, to foster a relationship and, you know, basically get money from them for our, our nonprofit. Did that for about seven months, ended up leaving. And like I said, when I got bored here, so now I guess I got to look for a job. I guess, I don't know how this works. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I did that and found, a, found a, an organization that they had an opening. I was like, man, that looks kind of close to what I did. And shoot, I got experience now. I got a full seven months. Let's yeah. go. And I played football. You know, that yeah. got to help. Yeah. And, uh, and um, end up, you know, reaching out to them. Got an interview. You know, got, got my little suit and tie. Walked in there. 
and uh, with my little resume and um, sat down with the lady and uh, handed it to her. And, and she proceeded to ask me questions, not about me, but about the organization. And I didn't have a clue. Mm, yeah. I, thought, I thought that my resume, my experience, and, yeah. and, and then the, my, my, my past success would just be a perfect fit. And she started asking me questions about them. But then she started asking questions about me. Mm -hmm. And this lady that I just met, 15 minutes in, she basically said, Alex, you don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. And she was dead right. Yeah. And she said, you know, this is not, this is not the position for you. And she said, to be honest, before you go on any, any more job interviews, whatever, you need to find out exactly who you are. Yeah. And she walked me out. She said, thank you. But basically, no, thank you. Have a nice day or a nice life. Sounded the same. Yeah, right, right. But that walk from her office to the front door, and I've been cut, you know, playing in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. I've been released. I've been cut. I've, you know, all that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's embarrassing. And it's like, you know, it's, it, I understand it's a part of the job. It still hurts. But I would much rather get cut 10 times than have to ever some, have somebody tell me I don't know who I am. And then that walk of shame to the front door. Yeah. Never again. And oh. so after that and after, you know, crying my eyes out in, the, in, my, in my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I found out, I was like, man, I got to do, I need to find out who I am. I yeah. need to find out wow. who I am and, and what, what am I going to do that, that I'm passionate about and, and also feed my family. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I look back and like, man, that was so inspiring what Coach Radcliffe did for me, building me up, giving me the confidence, giving me the tools for success on the field. I want to be able to share that with others. Mm -hmm. So I became a performance trainer. And once again, I thought my path, you know, I've done it. You know, I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to find out and, and really surround myself with, with people and build relationships with people who have been there and done that. And I can be able to learn from them and kind of see how they coach and how they teach and then kind of put my own spin on things and how I communicate and how my, you know, how my, my character, I can start to kind of grow myself after first learning and kind of stealing, stealing and starting to kind of like, man, okay, this is how I would approach this or this is the drills or this is the, the foundation I want to be able to, you know, put my athletes through. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've done that for the past 13 years. But over the past, like, two years, honestly, I've, I've really changed. You know, I've been doing more speaking on stages. I've been talking with uh, uh, executives and Fortune 500 organizations and companies. And I understand my story of, of, um, of leadership and then being how to build a galvanized team there's a process, there's certain steps that you got to take. And so I've been doing it and I've been seeing some of the, uh, the success 
And so now I like, man, I had to get my own coach to help me understand what leadership yeah. is. And right. uh, like I said, I got my own, like, and you know, I did it from a long time ago, right? Getting in the encyclopedia. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I had my own coach that really like, you know, most people are like, I don't need no coach. I know how I'm a good guy. I know what I'm doing. And man, when I, when I sat down with, with my, with my coach and I looked and man, the flaws, you know, once I gave him, once I gave him the freedom to yeah. be able to basically flash a mirror in my face and said, and he told me, this is how you're showing up in the world. And it's not no judgment. I'm just mm -hmm. showing you the words yeah. that you say and how you approach um, relationships and people. This is what it looks like. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to look like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want to look like that. I'm yeah. thinking, I, I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I thought that everybody understood me and, and, you know, how I joke around or how I communicate. But uh, not everybody has the, the amount of confidence that I have. Yeah. And then come off in a certain way. Right. So, you know, just kind of learning, learning yeah, about myself and how I, how, I can, how I can help people. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing, sharing that and, and some of those stories and so powerful. Um, you covered a lot of what we really usually, some of the questions that I'll, I'll tend to ask. You know, one thing I thought it was like uh, Gary Brackett, he played for the Colts, right, for a long time. Uh, he was on my podcast and he talked about that similar thing with the identity of being that football player and then it's over. And he's just like hanging around at the house and not trying to figure out like – what are you like? What are you? Gonna, are you going to get a job? What are you going to do? Like, are you going to go do something? And uh, he kind of he told a similar story of what you said about like trying to figure out who he was. And and I, I imagine for many that come out of a professional, uh, you know, you finish at what like thirty, and you're still at the prime of your life. Not athletically necessary necessarily, but you got to go figure out like who you're going to be and how you're going to use some of those experiences moving forward. And so. Um, yeah, I love that you shared that and, uh, what a gift from that lady, uh, that you had the interview with, right? Yeah. Like, so powerful. I, I, oh, it was, it was very, and it still gives me, it gives me chills because a low point in my life and, yeah. and it took from a stranger to be able to, to share that, Yeah, you know, it, 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 I mean, I was a stranger who, a lady I never met. I don't remember her name, but I do remember how I felt. And yeah. I was, man, I, you know, it just slap in the face. It, and, but, but here's the thing. Everybody has, it goes through this. Right. There's, there's, there's mothers that are super duper good at being a, a mom. Yeah. And have kids. And then once their kids leave the house, yeah, a part of them, right? Their Absolutely. identity has been wrapped up yep. into being being a mom, and you know they're still a mom, but yeah. a part of them, you know, there's a there's a process, there's a stage they go through. Like, oh man, well, what am I what am I going to do? Yep, you know, yeah, definitely. And, and they don't have grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, they're like man, wrapped up into what they want to do. Or yeah. what about those people who are wrapped up in their career? And then because of this, what's happening, you know, yeah. they, you know, they're wrapped up into, the, into their career and all of a sudden they're not working right now. 
Yep. And it's like, now what's next? Well, who am I? What do I, what else do I like? Right. It, it, it goes same thing with, um, yeah. with relationships, right? With relationships, boyfriend or girlfriend up into, you know, the relationship and, and, you know, once there's a, or there's separation, it, what else? You know, I thought the people who, who are wrapped up their identities, how perfect their body is or how pretty they are. Mm-hmm. You should be, your character shouldn't be wrapped up in those type of deals. And character is really, when you boil it down, it's who you are. Yeah. It's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about a few people really that have impacted your life, like, and that's, uh, I often like to ask that, but maybe you can talk a little bit more about, you know, you talked about your, after the injury as a freshman and uh, having, having one-on-one, so much one-on-one time with one of the best in the world, right? Um, this, this, this gal that you don't know, that you never knew, you don't even remember her name, but the, the impact she made on you, uh, who, who are maybe one or two other championship leaders that have impacted you in your life and really what is it about them that made them great coaches mentors leaders that that maybe you've taken and helped mold you to who you are as a leader absolutely um i think one is and i kind of mentioned him but um uh his name is henry barrera and when i came here to portland and i figured after that after that uh, (laughs) that interview yeah. <laughs> even call it that. <laughs> After that, I don't, man, I'm a performance trainer. I want to be able to teach speed and strength and power. And so I kind of started on my own and realized, man, I don't know what I'm talking about. I really don't. And so Henry lived um, close by, and I knew of him because he worked with our local football team. And I got a chance to see him and how he interacts with the kids, how he always starts with some quote from some book that he's been reading. And it's not, has nothing to do with performance, but that's leadership or team. Yeah. So he would always start, start off the, the uh, training with that. But then from there, like you said earlier, we ain't doing a, he wasn't doing a ton of fancy stuff. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, you know, we started to walk. And then we marched, and then we skipped, and then we ran. Mm-hmm. and did it all again. And then we worked on our, you know, something that was is super important, I think, from a performance world. It's about injury prevention. And so everything we started for that, after the marching and skipping all that stuff, we was do injury preventative work. So we worked on stability. Uh, we were worked on deceleration. We worked on, he always had a plan. And with that, he always told the kids what we're, what we're going to get out of, out of it. So uh, I learned that what I was doing was drills, you know, and that's what kids do all over the Internet. They put cones down or they put ladders down. And yeah. they think that that's, that's what's going to make you a better basketball, football player. And yeah. so it was drill. No, he was like, Alex, it's skills, drills, and then – competition mm-hmm. skills drills and then competition I love and that. i was like that's so that's so simple it can't be <laughs> right it can't <laughs> be but, but but then i look on my life and what gave me success 
uh, especially like early on in my career, because I thought and I'm fast, I can I can jump, I'm first round draft pick. Having success in my, my rookie year, but then my second year I had a coach um, who really got down into Alex. You have all the tools and said, right now they're paying you a lot of money for what you have from the waist down. You need to speed up your your learning and your knowledge because later on you're not gonna have all that speed you know, that your mom gave you, yep. you're going to, he said, but they will pay you more. He said that three things, if you own and you learn and you have these three things, you're going to have a ton of success. Assignment, alignment, adjustment. Know your job. And then when you get really good, you learn others' jobs, other, uh, other people's jobs, other you know, your teammates, you know their role and their jobs. Understand how you would have you how you have to align every defense, every coverage. You can set yourself yourself up for failure if you're misaligned. Mm-hmm. And then understand the adjustments. You know, in the NFL, nobody just lines up and they do that and they do <laughs> yeah. that in youth football. <laughs> right, right. Something you have to already be in your mind, know what the adjustment is going to be. If you yeah. own and master these, these, these three things, you have great success. And so that gave me, like, man, that's only three things. So fast forward <laughs> to working with Henry, he had three things. And I was like, it can't be that easy. He said, no, it's not that easy. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, cool. They, that's a tool. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so I've been working with those 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 three things where it's an adjustment or skill, drill, and then compete. Those yeah. are my you know, um a big part of uh my function, whether it's working with athletes or working with my corporate clients or my um, you know, entrepreneurs, teaching them leadership. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Assignment, alignment, adjustments, skill, drill, and compete. Got those written down myself. Um, what is uh, what? What's what's the big vision for you? Like, what do you want to do? What do you what, what's the impact you want to make? I know you said over the last few years, gotten a little bit more into working with these uh, Fortune five hundred companies and executives, and, and doing some speaking and coaching. Um, where do you want to go over the next five ten years? Oh, that's a great. Coach, I appreciate that. Um, professionally, man, I really want to just still want to be able to grow. Um, I do love speaking, um, you know, to groups and just having them kind of sharing my story. That's one level of what I do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep on doing that. But I do want to, um, um, I just finished up developing my leadership course. It's a six-week leadership course for new leaders. And with that, when I say new leaders, that can be, you can be a new leader as a parent, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, uh, new to a uh, new manager, um, new executive, whatever. But, yeah. you know, understanding we all lead, we all influence. So I just understand the impact that my leadership coach had, had on me, Eldridge Broussard, and made me, and, you know, being with him, not short term, 
I've been with him for over a year, for almost a year and a half. And yeah. where, he, where he took me to where I am now, I have a better vision for my, for my life. Yeah. As, a, as a husband, he's made me a better husband, a better father. And then how I, um, how I interact with the, with the world, I'm very intentional. And before I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, leadership course, I really want to, uh, I want to help out those athletes who, you know, they're, they're built different. You know, athletes are built different. Yeah. And because of their, like I said, because of their ability, I was, I was once there, because yep. of their ability, that supersedes their character. And once their ability or once their character and most of the time is not the good part, it's yeah. the bad part right. of their character. Once that supersedes um, their ability, for instance, Antonio Brown, all the talent in the world, yeah, all the talent. He can still play. He's still a top three receiver, but his lack of character has superseded his ability, and now he's down there untouchable. I know it. Nobody wants to have that that type of um, and, and, and hey, it's what he showed. Yeah, it's what he showed on in uh, social media, on TV. Yeah, you know all the stuff he showed. His lack of character. What coach wants to have that? And then he's a leader. He's an influencer. Yeah. You know? So what? So what? Uh, I'll give you another athlete. And I, I know we're in crunch for time, but another athlete who's, who's really shown he's changed is Conor McGregor. Yeah. If you yes. noticed, yeah. over the past year and a half up until his last fight, yeah. he's changed. I was like, man, something has changed with him, yeah. and I like him because yeah. he was he was taking on that bad guy role and whatnot. But I was like, man, something's changed. And come to find out, he did have a coach, a personal development or leadership coach. He's having to be one of the best on the yeah, one of the greatest ever, <laughs> Tony Robbins. That's right. right? Yeah. So it's like, man, if he can change him. And it's not a whole bunch of Tony Robbins, right? right? And so I've walked that walk. I've I've uh, I've gone down that road. Meaning, man, I know what it's like to be on the top of the world, and not everybody even cares or even talks to you. Nobody tells you the truth. In my opinion, good friends rarely tell you the truth, or right. they might not even know it. They yeah. might not even know. It. Only person that can tell people the truth and then be able to help them to want to go. If they want to become a better person, number one, better person, I can help lead them. And with yeah. becoming a better person and understanding them where how you how you influence people, and you can you can you can change the trajectory of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's just a great power to you know what you do what what I'm doing is, you know, the power of having a, a great coach in your life. You have coaches. I have, I have coaches personally myself and, you know, Alec or uh, Antonio Brown needed a little Alex Bolden in his life, especially over the last year, year and a half. And unfortunately it doesn't seem like he had that person. And to your point, like, I don't think he had the right friends around him either. No one was willing to stand up and be like, Tony, what are you doing, man? Like, that's, I think surround yourself with people that would be willing to tell you the things that maybe you don't want to hear, but you really need to, right? 
Yep, and sometimes being being nice, too nice, is not nice. Yeah, yeah, We exactly. do it parents all yeah. the time. This is what you're. Yep. This is what you're putting out into into the world. Yeah. How do you want to be perceived? If, if that's you, then hey, that's. Yeah. If you want to show up like this, okay. Yeah. If you want to yeah. show up in another way, I can help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, let's wrap it up here as we are, you know, up on our time. But what uh, to finish this off? What is what's one or two things that, like, if you were able to tell the listeners to today, would help move them forward if if they implement it today, right? Or what are one or two things that you could share with them? Um, I would just, you know, what I've learned, um, uh, if I can do three, just that assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Those are my big three. I love that. You know, understanding, um, understanding how do you want to align, right? How do you, how do you want to, well, number one, what's your, what is your assignment? Mm -hmm. You know, for a long time, I didn't know what my assignment was. And I finally found out what in my assignment is, is how I want to and then now from there, how do I align myself? Do, do I need to change the people that I'm um, associated with mm -hmm. who, is, who are influencing me? Do I need to change that? Do I need to, you know, you know if, if I'm trying to become the, the uh, most fit person I can possibly be, I've got to change my, I got to change actions. I got to start to, I can't eat potato chips. If I, if I want to, I want to look a certain way. I can't do that. I can't do what regular people want to do. All right. And then from there, it's like, what's the mindset you have to have to adjust to those new behaviors that you want to create? So yep, assignment, alignment, and adjustment. You just got to, you know, and writing it down, but then also speaking it. Mm -hmm. Those are two powerful things that can help you transform. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. How, what's the way we could get, uh, find out, uh, you mentioned the six week leadership course. How, how do we, uh, access that? Yeah, absolutely. You know me, I try to keep it simple. I try to keep it yeah. simple. So you can just go to Alex, Alex And from Perfect. there it has my, um, uh, you know, everything I do from a leadership standpoint, you just click on the tab that says High Achievers Academy okay. and click on that and that takes you through it. I love it. You Thank know, you. you can, yeah. Higher, higher, High Achievers Academy. High Achievers Academy. And that's, yeah. And that's on my Alex Molden website. Cool. Appreciate you coming on, Alex. Thank you so much, man. It's been, a, it's been an awesome conversation. Maybe I uh, would love to do this again sometime down the road, too, if you're up for it. So. Coach Nate, thank you so much for having me. This was great. I love being able to, um, you know, kind of share my, my journey, you know, and, and not just about success, you know, it's about the failures and what you can be able to do with it that can, yeah. that can change lives. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate hey, you. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I've deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I miss my life, miss my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. 
But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, baby.